We like to start every episode with a disclaimer that we are not professionals. Our conversations are solely based on our personal experiences, thoughts, and opinions. Nothing discussed here is meant to be taken as professional mental health or medical advice. If you have questions or need assistance, please seek the help of a licensed professional. Discussions in this podcast may sometimes revolve around heavy material such as abuse, grooming, religious trauma, etc. Please listen with caution and prioritize your mental health first. Welcome to Trauma Bondage, the podcast where we talk about trauma, kinks, and non-traditional relationships and lifestyles from a queer lens. We are your hosts, Beth. And Bridget. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So for for anybody who doesn't know us, or maybe if you do, we've both been in like a state of sheer gay panic for a hot minute. So you know what? Life is just fun. (laughs) Life is so fun. When there's just so much gay panic to be had. Um, We're not giving you those dirty details right now. No. We're giving you other dirty details. (laughs) Really dirty details. By way of literature. By way of books. Yep. Yeah. So today we're talking about books and specifically lit erotica. Smut. 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 We love smut. Smut for sluts. (laughs) Is that a thing? Or did you just make that up? Just, I'm just speaking words. <laughs> so what for I'm just slut? existing. I say this in every episode. I think about something you say. I want to put that on a fucking t-shirt. Thank you. You're welcome. Merch. Yeah, you're so quotable. I'm just, I'm just a natural merch machine. Really I said are. something the other day and Jen was like, I have to start writing down the bullshit that just comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Where I said, I said, um, I was like, wow, to be rich and unstable. <laughs> what the fuck and I was like you know just yeah that would be really living the dream to be rich and unstable <laughs> to be um, rich and unstable what about being not rich and unstable awful is why that, on earth would I want to be that I was gonna say is that the existence that we're living right now correct <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, as you'll notice, we both have a koozie with us today because it is one of those days where we are obviously thirsty bitches and we <laughs> need to hydrate <laughs> We did some activities last night that were very dehydrating for us, so don't mind. <laughs> I got well, a tattoo. I, I guess mine's dehydrating. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It is. I got a tattoo. She, you know, didn't. <laughs> I got tequila. So I know you've talked a little bit about your history yeah. with like books yeah. and literatica and smut because like you were stealing books from garage sales and hiding them in your and the public library did i mention that you stole them from the library yeah the library's free (laughs) i couldn't check them out though i was like too young to be checking out erotica i was like 11 there's no age limit i know but like you know those old ladies at the library would be like they would be like girl we know get it call their mother like i was in a small town okay so this is what i would do i'll just tell you my history with all of this give it to me as you guys heard in a previous episode this is how I kind of like started exploring kink or like even knew what it was at all was because of books whenever I was younger. So I stole them from this church garage sale. And then I would also go to the library and I would go to like the see me book section and I would grab one and I would take off the little like barcode thing in the library. So like the alarm wouldn't go off. Cause I didn't know if there was an alarm in the library or not. <laughs> if you took a book out without checking it out, I don't also, think there is. I'm sorry. The steamy book section is the books are steamy and not the section is like steamy. Cause right. my brain was like a section in the library that just <laughs> was like a sauna. <laughs> I don't why know did why. you think that? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. This is going to be one of those episodes. Um, <laughs> So you would go to the. So I would go to the section. I would grab the book that I wanted. I would take the little barcode off. I would do that in the bathroom. I love how I've had I've had this like pride in myself of never being a klepto in my entire life, completely <laughs> forgetting the fact that I used to steal books from the library. Oh my god! Like it was a thing. You you had pride that you weren't a klepto. Yes, because everybody that I know was a klepto. I know you're gonna say I already know. Guilty because it as just tracks that you would be to this day. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been to a restaurant with you <laughs> where you've just been like, you and my girlfriend have been bonding over how many like small spoons oh, shit. you can steal. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a certain like large name brand company that I love to do it from. 
And Jen, like, one time she was like, I found a news article. It was like, woman gets arrested from stealing X amount of dollars from this store. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From this store. And she was like, that's it. My wife's in jail. <laughs> she was like, I didn't expect to find you at home when I came home from work. <laughs> we are degenerates, if y'all have not already realized what the fuck is this podcast about i know i know i just for some reason had pride in like not being that type of degenerate until this moment where i'm realizing that like i was i just never had anything else i wanted to steal but i was like spicy books yeah on it free spicy books from the library oh no you degenerate so i would i had nothing to do pretty much all day when i was that age because i was homeschooled i would finish school at like noon And then what is there to do the rest of the day except for read? (laughs) So I would read and I would hide, as I've previously mentioned, all of these books in my little cabinet. And it got to the point where I had so many of them that I had taken from the library that it was like there were too many for the cabinet. So I had to take a bag of them after I was done reading and go throw them in the dumpster (gasps) so I could like start over. Why would you throw the books in the dumpster? I was 11. Where else was I supposed to put them? If you're going to the library, just go stick them back on a shelf at the library and let them deal with it. I didn't have like that elaborate of like a scheme figured out yet. Oh my God. (laughs) I I didn't know. Don't throw away your books. Just donate them. Or, like, leave them on a corner and let somebody else get them. Well, if we're giving disclaimers, don't steal books from the library. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah, just get a fucking library card and check them out. Yeah. I had a library card. It was the content of which I was checking out that I could not not get past. And also, you have to think about it this way. I'm way too young to drive. Who's taking (laughs) me to the library? My parents. They're, like, going to go check out with me. So I used to have this, like, big purse that I would, like, put them in. Anyways, all that to say, that is my history with Lit Erotica. Was, that's how it start, started out. Poor, and, poor Bethany yeah. was like living in the little house on the prairie life mm-hmm. and didn't have access to the internet. So I really she didn't. she had to get hers in like paper form. Because my dad also <laughs> took me to the library, but I didn't go to the steamy book section because I was reading all mine on the fucking computer. Yeah, well, when you had dial-up for years of your life until the age of like 18 that'll do it and on a, on a family <laughs> shared computer a desktop that was like a fucking like this size you mm-hmm. don't you don't download the erotica online on sex is a privilege you're right yeah it really is <laughs> it really is i the links that i went you don't understand to get turned on to get turned on <laughs> from lit erotica it was I was committed. Like, I really was. So, I don't want to hear it. I'm an OG. (laughs) I get it. OG. I get it. I would have gone to those links if I didn't have access as well. So, you know what? I I do not judge you for that at all. (laughs) I just like to give you shit. I know. Everybody (laughs) does. Everybody does. (laughs) But um, for me, because I've talked about, like, my experience with porn, like, early on. Because, like, that was, like, my... That's where I started. Mm -hmm. And... I'm really not into it anymore. Like mm-hmm. maybe if I need some inspiration, but like, it's not, it's not legit. Yeah. It's not accurate, especially in the queer world, but like, it doesn't matter what you watch. <clears throat> it's just kind of like, eh. So I like learned that early on too, where I was just kind of like, none of this is like truly doing it for me. Like it yeah. helps with inspiration, but like I need more vivid imagination and like things that they're doing and like some of the noises that they're making. I'm like, yeah. mm. It's mm. not realistic. It doesn't feel real. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I moved into like the reading of it. So there was yep. this website called like literotica.com. Okay. Um, and I was obsessed with it. Of course you were. Obsessed with it. And it, it was this like really shitty little website at the time. Like it was, it was way back when, but it, it just had all of these anonymous writers and it had like every genre of like smut-esque mm-hmm. things that you could possibly want. Is it still a thing? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, and, and it, 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 it varied. So like there were some, there were like short stories. So it was like, it was like, you know, when you would read like the back of Cosmo and they had like the sex story in the oh back my of God. Cosmo and it was like, ah, we're being scandalous. Uh-huh. I remember. <laughs> like, I remember. That, but it was like, it was like gentle, spicy. Yeah. Cause obviously it's like Cosmo. So it's mainstream. Yeah. These were like an <laughs> elevated version of some of those or people who like maybe were aspiring to like get picked up to be used in Cosmo. Yeah. And then you had people that would like do it in parts and it was anywhere from like religious, like nuns and priests and shit like that to like keeping it in the family, <laughs> like incest or like all kinds of shit. Okay. It was, it was 
everywhere. So, so it like, basically ranged for like any kink that you could have. Any you kink would find a that book you could have. I would cover it. Yeah, okay. a book or a short story or like a multi-parted series. Like almost like reading like fan fiction, but like right. sexy. And like there were like some fan fiction-esque kind of right. things without like the names being put into it. So talk about a really great resource for somebody who is yeah. trying to understand their sexuality and obviously ended up being somebody who's really into kink and like some weird fucking shit, like getting to read through all of that and being mm-hmm. like, Ooh, Ooh. Did like, you ever feel bad when you were reading stuff by what you were turned on by in the books? Absolutely. Okay. Cause same. Absolutely. I would be like, Ooh, like I really should not be feeling this way about this specific thing. But looking back, I'm like, why would they write it? If you weren't supposed to feel that yeah. way about it. And, and at this time, like I also, this was tales of straight Bridget because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm straight. Like obviously I get turned on by like the woman loving woman ones and right. stuff like that. But like, even to this day, there are things that I like that are heterosexual, mm-hmm. like paired. Like that's what a lot of the ones I read, which there's not that much out there. Like it's starting to become more mainstream for yeah. a little bit more queer, like romance smutty stuff. But yeah. at the time, like it was very, very hetero based. Yeah. Um, or it was like a fetishized version, but like even to this day, I still like a lot of the hetero based ones simply because of like the dynamic Same. between the two. Same. Yeah. When they're talking about it, I'm like, I'm not thinking about a dude. I'm thinking about like a dom or like, right. Like, I'm thinking about the pleasure that the woman is experiencing. Like I'm yeah. putting myself like it literally in her shoes. Yeah. I'm more interested in like the control aspect than yeah. like what he looks like and the yeah. stuff, like stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I got into it. Okay. And then like, I'm a very avid reader. Yeah. We know this. Yeah. I have like a goal every year that I have to read, um, the number of books that correlate with like the year. So this year is 2023 and I'm reading 23 books. Oh my God. Um, so like every least. year that you get older, the more books you're going to have to read every year. Yeah. Or I'll have to like eventually change that. But the thing is I, I read at least 23. Usually I surpass it. Yeah. So like I'm doing more. Are you reading so. all of them like paper form or do you Most. read any on Kindle I do or have, listen? I do have Kindle unlimited. Okay. I have a hard time with audiobooks, frankly. So I do too, but I have found that because of my schedule, especially like my work schedule, Convenient. it is the only way that I will actually finish a fucking book. See, I can't, I can't do it because I, I zone out. So yeah. I stop listening. Yeah. Like I'm good at tuning things out that distract me. You have to be focused. I hyper-focus. That's yeah. why. So like, I can't, I can't do it. I will say and it I'm doesn't about hit voices. I'm weird about voices. Oh yeah. Um, if the voice is weird in an audiobook, and especially if it's I a can't. sexy book. Can't do it. I'm can't do off. it. Or yeah. if it's like too smooth, I'll just fall asleep. Yeah. Like I just can't do them. No, I so. agree. Because and I love paper. I'm sorry. I'm a slut for a bookstore. I, know. I, I love it. I love paper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all just witnessed a moment. That's a kink. Between um, Bridget and her book. Yeah. No, I love bookstores. Like I just, that's where my happy place is. It's like, yeah. give me coffee, put me in a bookstore. Let I me know. go look at all the books and I feel like I need to make time for it again because I used to be the same way. Like before I had such a demanding job, like I would 100% prefer to have a book in my hand Yeah, because I can focus better that way. Yeah. I like my Kindle Unlimited for when I travel. Yes. A hundred percent. Because it's way easier to bring that and have like multiple books on it than me carrying around like seven books. Because on vacation, like I just was gone for two weeks Yeah, and I read like four books while I was on vacation. Mind you, I did bring books with me. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm not going to get them on my Kindle if I already have them in. Right. Right. Like a solid form. So what was it that books, like outside of even just like kinky books, but like in general, what do books like do for you? <laughs> Escapism. <laughs> well, I thought you would say that. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like from what we've heard about my childhood, just the minor things that we've mm-hmm. talked about, like I was always in survival mode. So like escapism was the important piece. Right. And then of course, as sexuality got put into it and I moved into like the smutty stuff, it was like getting to utilize my imagination and Mm -hmm. like when you have a high libido, but also like sex positive and stuff like that. Like it's just, it's an additional avenue of pleasure. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. And it also made me really good at writing sex, like sexting. Oh yeah. 1000%. Like really good at it where I've had yeah. like my friends be like, I don't even know what to say. I want to keep this going, but I'm not good at it. And I'm like, just give me your phone. Yeah. I'll do it for you. I'll sex for my you. My sister does this too. Actually, She's really good at it. That is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like my girlfriend. Yes. My sister's really good at sexting. We talked about it a long time ago where we're, we were like, we should set up like a, a business for you. We're like people like on Fiverr. Yeah. Like give you money and you like write their, their like erotica to send yeah. to their significant others <laughs> <laughs> i want to ask wolf right now if he's if he's ever experienced have he, no he's like 
my lips are sealed. <laughs> I can't. She said, say. I don't kiss and tell. I don't sex and tell. Yeah. So my one of my love languages when I'm first like starting to date somebody, or even like when I'm dating them, like is sexting. I'm sapio. Yep. Same. I'm like fully Hardcore. sapio. And so if you don't sext me or you don't know how to sext, it's I'm it's bored. not gonna work. I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I'm a huge sexter. That's like one thing that like in my like relationship dynamic, I've put as like a non-negotiable. I have to be able be able to sex other people. Yeah, because Jen, I need Jen to. Jen and I talked about that yeah. with, with the our couple's therapist. Yeah, which is your therapist. <laughs> Shout out, Doctor um, Scott. We love you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was one of my non-negotiables. I was yep. like, I have to be able to do that. One thousand mm-hmm. percent. I feel like we're the same in that way. Because I'm like, it's almost better than actually fucking somebody sometimes. It's a buildup. Yes, exactly. We love the buildup. Yeah, that's why I don't really enjoy like just straight one night stands when I haven't been talking to somebody because like as somebody who's sapio, like you haven't done anything for my brain yet. But also when you're doing that and writing it, yeah. you're writing like what you want. Exactly. Engaging what, what they, they want mm-hmm. in the moment. Yep. Ah! Yeah. Ah! Yeah. But books were like the way that I learned how to talk, like to your point, like I know what to say. I know what I like. I know like the way to phrase things to where it's going to like hit. And I think it's because of how much erotica that I've read. Like, I'm like, this is how I feel when I read this. Mm -hmm. And this is how, like there are some things that I've read that I'm like, it really enjoyable to read. Like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. What are you reading right now? (sighs) Okay. So I'm reading two books actually simultaneously. Do you do this ever when you like read two books at a time? I can. I prefer not to. Yeah. It's a little bit of like a mental like shift. Yeah. The the helpful thing about the two books I'm reading right now though is they are very similar to each other. So one of them is called Evil Boys. Oh. Um are they me, standalones or are they series? They're both series. See, that's where I have a hard time because I love series so, and I just want to read the whole series in one sitting. But yeah. then like the last book isn't out. So I'm like, I got to go read something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. So Evil Boys, I'll just talk about this one first. So that's by Clarissa Wilde. Um, she has two other books in the series called Sick Boys and Vile Boys. That Ooh. one's coming soon. So premise of, I actually found out about this uh, book on Book Talk. I love Book Talk. Shout out Book Talk. Book Talk. Fucking love you. Um, we are book talk girlies in case anybody hadn't already figured that out. Um, but yeah, so I, I follow a lot of like book talk and like BDSM pages on TikTok, and it came up in like the recommended. So I was like, I need to go like read this. So (laughs) the premise is there is a girl in college and she is an heiress to like a pretty big, like fortune. She, her family is like really like high up, whatever. Um, and she is trying to be like a normal girl at college, like without anybody really like knowing who she is. And she has some trauma that she's gone through and that trauma has made her, her outlet and her spare time be murdering pedophiles. Oh, good for her. So she is like, she's queen. like a vigilante. <laughs> yeah. She's a queen. So she's a queen. So she wears a red ribbon in her hair all the time to like signify like what she actually does. But she has like a very like interesting normal life. So she's like, she hunts these people down on the internet who are child predators, murders them. Okay. And then she has this rivalry going with these three, three guys who are in a fraternity that is like opposite her sorority. Like they do not get along. And she finds out when she's at one of her kills that they do the same thing together. (gasps) And so they start competing for kills. Trigger warning. There is a lot of CNC Mm -hmm. or just like non-consensual scenes in this book between her and these boys. But if you're into CNC, like you will like it. They like at one point kidnap her and <laughs> you're fucking kidnapping king there's like a scene where like she gets <laughs> fucked with like the handle of a knife like yeah. the back of a the knife hilt. by one of them yeah. yeah and she ends up like kind of simultaneously starting to have a thing with each of these guys <gasps> and then i haven't gotten to the end of the book yet but i know what happens like she's gonna end up like being with all of all three of them at the same time at the same time <laughs> We love that. 
<laughs> we love that. I'll read an excerpt from that one in, in a little bit because I okay. have one because I want I want the listeners to like feel the vibe. Or do you okay. want me to read it now? Yeah, why don't we? Okay. Yeah. We're going to read an excerpt from it. And you're going to... You're going to die. Okay. So this is a scene between her and the three boys. The knife cuts through my outfit with acute precision, and the long sleeve black crop top splits apart right in the middle, falling sideways to expose my breasts. The groans of arousal that emanate from all three of them is something else. Feast your eyes, boys, Kai says, the sound of his low voice laced with desire reverberating through my goddamn bones as he steps back to take a good look. His eyes, along with Milo's, sweep over my naked body, my nipples peaked from the cold and their hungry gazes. Fuck you, I growl. (laughs) Such a potty mouth, Nathan says, pinching my cheeks together with one hand. I can feel his body pressed up to my back. It's time someone fucked that rage out of you. Now kneel. You okay? I was pinching my cheeks together. Like he didn't look it. One hand pushes down onto my shoulder, onto my knees, and they cave under me. I'm forced onto the cold, wet street with soaked jeans. Kai smirks and slowly unzips his pants, and I can tell he has great pleasure in watching me follow his every move. He pulls out a cock so huge and rigid, littered with piercings. I have Littered? To s- <laughs> littered. <laughs> littered with piercings. I'm like, how many piercings can ah! you have on one dick? I'm worried. <laughs> I swallow the lump in my throat. You remember this cock, don't you? He tips my chin up with a knife. When you so desperately licked it after I made you come all over this blade. Ah! My blade. That's it. <gasps> oh. So, yeah. It's one of those books. Is that the type of shit that you've read yet? Or is that the type of shit that you're, like, getting into slowly? I'm... Well, okay. So, I have, like, book talk. Love book talk. Right. I, unfortunately... And one of those people that has a to be red pile a mile high. So I like I feel guilty when I buy a new book, but like also not, <laughs> but it's, it's just constantly getting up. So I yeah. also am like obsessed with series and I'm like in this series that still has books, but also has spinoff series okay. that you like read with it in tandem. You're like in a rabbit I'm, hole of series. I'm in a rabbit hole of series yeah. right now. So I've got to like, yeah swim out (laughs) but those are on my list okay i have a whole fucking list of books that i want to buy and start getting into and they are on that end of the spectrum i just haven't gotten there yet yeah Um, because that's like intense like there's like a i don't even know what the genre is called but there's like a, a genre of erotica that is very like um hunter prey like yeah. it's very uh, like CNC focused yeah. and there's a lot of that in this book and that is like some people's cup of tea and it's not other people's cup of tea. I think it would be my cup of tea. I think I it would be your cup of tea. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I know it would. I just yeah. haven't gotten there yet. So like yeah. it's only a matter of time. So yeah, I will read those. Like well, I love, I love a good recommendation. You so. need to read this series whenever, happily, whenever you're ready. <sighs> I'll get there. Um, we'll get there. So yeah, so I'm reading that one and then the other book that I'm reading like simultaneously with that one is called um, Haunting Adeline. And I actually heard about this book from our Lash artist. Yes, because she just told me at my most recent yeah. thing and she was telling me about it. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. And she was like, I recommended it to Bethany and she's reading it right now. And I yeah, we've like, been texting okay. about it all week because <laughs> she turned me on to it and I was like, okay, I like, I know we have like this episode coming up. Let me just like start reading it so that like, there's another one that like I can recommend that's uh, like in a similar like yeah, genre. genre. Um, so this one, haunting Adeline, haunting Adeline. Okay. The second book in the series hunting. is called Hunting yeah. Adeline. Yep. Yeah. So this one's even more fucked up. Yay! This book is fucked up. This is about. <laughs> Smooth my skirt up. <laughs> this one I've had to take breaks reading. That's oh, how fucked up oh, it is. Oh fuck! Yeah, we love so, that. There is a a woman named Adeline. She's an author. She lives in this old, like, Victorian mansion that's, like, been in her family for generations. And she is trying to figure out... She's trying to solve the murder of her great-grandmother while she's there because she found an old diary of hers and, like, found out that her great-grandmother had a stalker. Mm. And the stalker is somebody that she fell in love with. 
And then her grandmother was brutally murdered. So <gasps> she's trying to figure out who the fuck did it. Like, was it the stalker? Was it not the stalker? No. I don't know the answer to that question. I feel like it probably was the husband, but that's just me speculating. Mm-hmm. So she's doing that. And simultaneously, there is this man, they call him the shadow in the book, who sees her at one of her book signings and instantly is obsessed with her. Mm. Like, he's like ravenously like I have to have this woman there's like nobody else that can have her she's mine so this guy on the side is a vigilante as well and he takes down you're so on your vigilante shit I I literally am just like (laughs) these books are like the same book he takes down rings of child predators as well but he also works like undercover like taking down like sketchy shit that's going on in the government, whatever. He's basically an assassin and okay. he's like a pro at torturing people. An ass assassin. assassin. He is a fucking ass. This guy is a dick. Um, so he starts stalking her and like showing up at her house, like late at night. And his, like his theme is like leaving a red rose. Like every time he's around her. Oh my God. So very phantom of the opera. Of it is very phantom of the opera. <laughs> And so she like is, she's made aware that she has a stalker and so she's basically like, fuck you to the stalker being like, I'm not going to like stop living my life because you exist. Yeah. So I'm at the part in the book where she brings a man home, (gasps) spoiler alert. And he like obviously sees and he texts her and he's like, if you let him touch you, I'm going to leave both of his hands on your front door to find didn't do it and she is like fuck you like if i want to have sex with this man i'm going to so she does and then he murders him oh that poor dude which you find out like two seconds after that he was not a good guy like the guy that he murdered there's they give you so many reasons in these books to be like to justify this horrible behavior it's like dexter all over again you root for the like serial killer yes exactly so that book is pretty insane um, I have heard the second one is more fucked up than the first one. So this is one that like, I would not recommend if you are not like, okay with like 100% like non-consensual sex scenes mm-hmm. and also like violence. Like that's why I've had to take a break because there yeah. are some scenes in it that are like very graphically violent. Like tough. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's good to know. Um, I'll read the excerpt from this one and then I want to talk about yours. Duh. Um, <laughs> mine are in a very different world from yours yeah. right now, but that's okay. Yeah. This is why we, this is, this is why we vibe. Like we have two ends of the spectrum yeah. here and we could both easily like flip into the other. Mm-hmm. Mine are a little less chaotic. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I know that I'm fucked up. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. So this is a scene between the stalker and Adeline. Okay. Taking ca- care of how you're going to murder him too. Of course I am. Slowly, too. Start with snipping the Achilles heel so he can't run, and then... That's fucked up. You're going to jail, she cuts in. Disgust curling her lip. Actually, I hope you go to prison and are sentenced to death. She turns with a snarl, but she doesn't make it a step before my hand snaps out, capturing her arm and whipping her back around directly into my chest. Addie inhales sharply, her eyes dilating as I seize the back of her neck with one hand and grab her delectable ass with the other, lifting her up against my body. Will you be my last meal, baby? Her mouth parts and her breathing hitches. Those light brown eyes are wide and swollen with emotion. Shock, awe, desire. I lean in close, my mouth hovering a mere inch from hers. You taste like heaven. I could feast on that sweet little pussy for hours and still die a starving man. It'll be the closest I will ever get to God before they inject me with a needle. Don't you agree? Wow. Who's this yeah. written by? What's the author's name? Uh, I think it's H.G. Carlton. Okay. double check. Yeah, H.G. Carlton. I don't know if it's a man or man a or woman. woman. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm always but. interested because, like, I have a tendency to not want to read anything written by men. Mm-hmm. Because they do some weird shit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's written by <laughs> a man or a woman. No. Hmm. But... It's a it's fucked up book. It's yes. good though. It's good. It's one of those where I'm like, I haven't necessarily been turned on by the book yet because of how violent it is. Yeah. Like it's so violent, but, there's, there's but it's a, still intriguing. There is a market for everything. Yes. So like there are a demographic of reader that's going to really be into something like that. A hundred percent. In the darker stuff. Yeah. I like that. Our lash girl is one of them. She's the demographic. 
Hey girl. Hey girl. Shout out. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about, let's lighten it up and talk about yours. Oh yeah, totally. So mine are, I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <We> know. <laughs> no hesitation. Yes. <laughs> Correct. We know. <laughs> As previously I'm, stated. I'm a major nerd. I know this. I yeah. know this. And I'm one just in general books that I like to read are like fantasy based, not like sexual fantasy, like fantasy, like dragons and fairies and magical worlds and all kinds of shit. Which I love that shit too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it's so much fun. Honestly, and it makes it even better when it's in like a sexual sense because like you add in magic and like powers and stuff like that. And you're like, there's extra levels to like power struggles and power dynamics Mm -hmm. because it's like all this crazy shit that's going on. Mm -hmm. So book talk, I was influenced fully by this one. And, um, there's this author, and her name is Scarlett St. Clair. Okay. Scarlett St. Clair. She is, um, she has a couple of different author names. I think she started with three and like a couple of them are being fused together for different genres. Cause she writes different genres. Like not everything she writes is smut. Okay. Other things are fantasy or like fiction of some form. Is this what you um, would consider smut? This book? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, this is. So this is what I've been reading recently. And I'm one of those people that I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go buy like the first book. Yeah. Cause this is a series yeah. specifically that I'm reading. I'm going to go buy the first book. And if I like it, I will go back and buy every single one of the others. Yeah. And that's how I find some of my favorite authors. Okay. That makes so sense. this one, all of her works are at least so far of the smut variety are based in like Greek mythology. So of hot. Some sort, which like Madeline Miller came out with like Circe and all those other yeah. books and stuff like that. And like, and then like these started coming up and I was like, Ooh, like sexy Greek mm-hmm. mythology. Fifth grade Bridget is feeling her oats <laughs> right now. Like I was obsessed with Greek mythology. I was that kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like, this is really right up my alley. So this is, this one right now is, it's called a touch of malice. It is the third book in her series. Okay. I finished it. And it like, spoiler alert, it completely leaves you on a fucking cliffhanger Ugh. at the end of it where you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Oh my <laughs> like, God. I was pissed, but you got edged. I was like, yes, kind yeah. of. And, and like the drama, cause the thing is it's, it's, I have a hard time with books that like the, the plot sucks and there's no story and it's just the sex scenes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And yeah. you're like, okay, cool. It's, this yeah. is like, you could take the sex scenes out and it would still be a phenomenal standalone fiction okay. novel. Okay. Right. Um, or like series and you would still love it. So like, you've got, you've got that, like, it feels like you're watching a movie. Like I wouldn't be surprised if these got picked up to be a movie, got like, it. like 50 shades of gray nonsense or like yeah. a TV series or something like that. So, so good. Um, so well-written, but the sex scenes alone are like fun. And what I also love about her is that she doesn't make you wait mm-hmm. <laughs> until halfway through the book to get like to a get kiss. Anything steamy. It's like in the first like 20 to 40 pages, okay. like we're, we're, we're getting some steam yeah. early on, even Amazing. in the first book. So this is the third in the series. And when I finished it, I was like, I have to go get the fourth one right now because I knew that there was a fourth one. I get to the bookstore and I ask them, I'm like, Hey, like, where is this? I cannot find it anywhere. Like, are you like, are you, did you guys run out of it? And they were like, um, it doesn't come out till March. And I was like, uh, that is no. torture, but also like good for me for being so early. So I just, yeah. I pre-ordered it. So we're yeah. good. But on top of it, so this, this series, specifically this one, is based on Hades and Persephone. Okay. Which are, like, my favorite Greek mythological mm-hmm. characters, because I love me some Hades and I love me some Persephone. And she has a spinoff series that's, like, the Hades saga. Mm-hmm. So it's about him, and he's, like, he's hot. Yeah. We love that. Of course that. he is. I bought all of those books because I was there, and I was like, I can't get the fourth one. I'll just buy all the other Hades <laughs> books. Um, so, and you can read them, like, while, like, you can infuse each book, like, into it in the order that you're doing oh, it. So, like, shit. it's, like, you can read alongside while you're reading this series, like, both. So, is it, like, his perspective while yes. he's going through? Ooh. Yeah. I love that. I know. Because, like, these are mostly Persephone's yeah. perspective. Okay. And then, like, sometimes it'll switch a little bit to him. But, like, that's, like, all him. So I'm so excited about that. Oh my god! And I then love she that. has another series that's like separate from that. That's about Tristan and Isolde. I yeah. haven't gotten to that one yet. It obviously I will be because I'm obsessed with all of these. Yeah. But I'm like I just want to get through these. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, skip yeah. To a new world because I struggle a little bit with that. But I'm obsessed. I highly recommend them to anybody who's nerdy like me. And and they fluctuate. So there are there are themes of C and C in in part of the book. There there are. Th- 
there are more gentle themes there. There's also um, trigger warning and and uh, trigger warning and spoiler alert. There we go. Uh, like some sexual assault stuff, and mm-hmm. then like healing from that mm-hmm. through like control and stuff like that. So it's it's interesting, and okay. it's got lots of different themes and kind of like a little bit of everything for anyone. I love which that. Which is nice. And I like, really want to read this series now because oh, I'm like, I love Greek mythology do. too. Like the first, like the first book, like one of the first things that like really hits is like, they're like fucking in a, like a, like a steamy bath or something like that. And you're just love like, that. Ooh, like this is fun. And it's, and it's very like, <laughs> it's fun. So my excerpt's much longer than yours. It's like a couple pages. Well, that's so. why you only have one. Lock in. I'm, I'm in. Um, I'm here. Spoiler alert in this part as well. They have gotten to the point in the relationship where they have gotten married. Okay. Which we love. We love that. We love marriage for the right people. We love, we love that for them. (laughs) You, this couple, like you just fall in love with this couple. You're like, yes, 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 yes. And like, it's just one obstacle after the other. And you're like, no, we're going to get through it. It's going to be fine. We have to let them do all the things. Um, They have magic in this because they're gods. And they can do they whatever, can do the whatever they the want. They, they have want. powers. And he has, um, she's, she's interested. She's exclaimed her interest in restraints. So he has something called the chains of truth. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, what? Say what? Um, and they're a weapon that gods use. They can use against other gods. Cause she's obviously also a goddess. Mm. Um, and they have a password. So it's like a safe word. It's a safe word. <laughs> yeah. It's a safe word. And and they they automatically free you okay. if you have the safe word, the password. But otherwise, they can't be taken off without it. Love this. Right? So yeah. he gives her the safe word password, which it's like, <laughs> elephroston. It's like... Like, what the fuck like does Greek. that even mean? I don't know. Okay. I honestly need to Google it because I'm kind of curious. I was I forgot about it and I need to go back and Google it and figure out what it is. But um, it's funny because she has a moment where he's like, do this. And he's like, are you ready? And she's like, I just want you to move faster. God damn it. And, he's, and then she's like, oh, now I get it. Because it they force truth to spill out of your lips mm. when you're restrained by these okay. chains. Okay. <laughs> it's like a veritaserum for the Harry Potter yeah. freaks, which uh, we'll hop into that here in a minute. Doesn't but, Wonder Woman do that with her whip too? Oh, f- no fucking idea. I'm a Marvel girl, not a DC girl. Mm, I loved Wonder Woman. I thought she was so hot. Anyways, continue. Wonder Woman or Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot is hot. There but Wonder is. Woman is also, <laughs> Wonder Woman is also hot. <laughs> Anyways. She's all right. She's all right. Hit me. What do you want, wife? Action, she said, wiggling beneath him. If she could, she would reach for him, but her wrists strained against the bindings. Hades chuckled and then pressed a kiss between her breasts. She rose against his touch. Her legs twined around his. She wanted the friction of his body against hers. But Hades continued, trailing his lips down her stomach as he untangled himself from her grasp. She let him go and allowed her legs to fall open, shameless, ready, desperate. Hades stared at her hungrily before hooking his arms beneath her hips, lifting her ass and licking her slick folds. A low growl came from somewhere deep in his chest. This. I love this. He descended, tongue parting her and teasing her clit. He spread her wider so he could go deeper, and soon his fingers were inside her curling. Persephone's heels dug into the bed. Her fingers twined around the chains, and her head pressed hard into the pillow beneath her. She felt so wound up, so tight, so flushed, that Hades' warm mouth closed over her clit, and he sucked. It was gentle and followed by slow circling. Her breath caught on a loud moan, and Hades pulled away, his fingers still working inside her. That's it, darling. Tell me how it feels. Ah! Okay. It's good. (laughs) So good. She managed to look at him, perspiration building across his forehead, eyes lustful and gleaming. Then his mouth closed over her clit again, tongue vibrating against it. Her head fell back as, as she moaned. His pace was consistent and the pressure built and twisted until her limbs shook with release. Hades pressed kisses to the insides of her thighs, back up her stomach, her breasts, her neck, before finding his way to her lips. He kissed her before standing. Where are you going? (laughs) Not far, wife, Hades promised as he stepped out of his slacks. Her eyes scanned every part of his body. He was huge and imposing, the muscles of his arms, abs, and legs cut and conditioned, his body a tool and a weapon. Tell me your thoughts, he said. 
Persephone shuddered as the words came from her mouth. It doesn't matter how often you are inside me. It's not enough. Hades chuckled and climbed on top of her again, settling between her legs. He pressed his body flush against hers. I love you, he said. I love you. This is right after their wedding. She's, she'd said the words so often and meant them deeply, but this time they brought tears to her eyes. Tonight, they hit differently. Tonight, she felt as though she understood love in a way she never had before. It was wild and free, passionate and desperate. It encompassed every emotion in, a, in an attempt to make sense of the world that challenged it. Are you well? Hades asked, his voice a rough whisper. Persephone nodded. Yes, I am just thinking of how much I truly love you. Hades' expression intensified, his gaze stripping away every layer of her soul, and then he kissed her before lifting himself and guiding his head against her opening. She pressed her heels into his ass on an attempt to push him inside, but he resisted, chuckling, only to lift her legs so that they were propped against his shoulders, sliding inside her, and his eyes held hers, hungry and carnal. Persephone gasped, a guttural sound that scraped against her throat. Her fingers curled into fists, the binding cutting into her wrists. The pleasure of his thrust was deep and lush, each stroke unearthing a moan, a sigh, a wave of pleasure. Take a sip, girl. <laughs> like sips tea. You feel so good, Hades said through, through his teeth, his face glistening. His long hair coming loose from its binds as he moved. So tight, so wet. Elefterostan. Which is the safe she word. She said the safe word? He did. Oh. He commanded, and her restraints were suddenly gone. He released her legs and let them fall around him. Their mouths collided in a hot kiss, and Persephone's hands combed through his hair until it fell around his shoulders. Fuck. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> his curse shivered through her, and then he left her body completely, and she made an animalistic sound. She reached for him as he sat back and pulled her into his lap wrapping her legs around his waist. Then he was inside her again, and she moved against him. Every sensation was delicious. The way her muscles gripped him, the way her nipples grazed his chest, the light scrape of his hair on her clit. Their lips collided awkwardly as Hades began to help her along his length, moving faster the closer he came to release until he emptied himself inside of her. Emptied himself inside of her. After their breaths were heavy, their bodies slick, Hades fell back against the bed with Persephone in his arms. She felt dazed and boneless and so happy. She began to laugh. I will refrain from thinking you were laughing at my performance, wife, Hades said. That made her laugh harder. No, she said, lifting herself so she could look up at him. His face was free of tension and his smile seemed so easy, a lazy curve of his lips that was only for her. She reached to brush, his fingers, or brush her fingers along his brow and cheek. Then she rested her head against the chest, his chest and said, you were everything. Hades rolled so that they were on their sides, facing each other with their legs tangled. You are my everything, he said. My first love, my wife, the first and last queen of the underworld. The word struck her, each one a part of her identity, an identity she had created from the ashes of her past. It was beautiful and breathtaking. Her heavy eyes closed with those words on repeat. Goddess, wife, queen. I have to read this book. It's so good. It's, and it's so, so well beautiful. I was going to say written. it's beautiful. And like, this is one of the moments where like, there's so much like love in it yeah. too, because it's like, it's a very loving moment. Not all of them is like, ah. right. Some of it is like, woo. Right. <laughs> there was a moment I was on the plane when I was on my trip and I was reading yeah. part of this and I got to it and Jen was like, are you okay? Cause I was just like, you were just great. Like, I was losing my shit. On the plane. <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> on the plane. I, like, there are so many moments where, like, you'll you'll read it and you'll just want to, like, chuck it yeah. out. Like, yeah. you're, I, there are so many times where I was, like, sitting on the balcony of this freaking villa in Croatia that were there and I would be like, ah! <laughs> like, Is it because the they can't be together? Like, there's, like things that are keeping them apart. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's like so many okay. elements that keep them apart. Like if you know anything about the story of like Persephone in general, yeah. like obviously a lot of these, like there's some shifts to it cause it's fiction and, right. and you can have create creative changes, but like right. there, there's a lot of stuff from like her mom to like her, her powers to being part of like this certain like group in school that she yeah. was in for, um, to like Zeus and his nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Zeus always Fucking has nonsense. Zeus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, there, there's a number of things throughout the series that are, like, 
an obstacle, okay. like I said, for their relationship. And also, like, the way that they get together is through, like, a bet that mm. she loses. So, like, she's got to, like, do this kind of thing. Shit. So it's it's really interesting. Like, okay. he, he, like, Hades owns, like, nightclubs and, like, all kinds of shit and, like, sketchy things and, like, does deals and stuff like that. And he turns out being, like, an actually really decent human being or god but not a but human not a human um but but yeah it's a really it's okay. a really great series is it set in modern times or yeah. okay it's very modern which i love i was gonna say i feel like that i would like that better yes. than it being set in it's like a very modernized times. version okay. of it and it's a very like like souped up version of like lore olympus if you're like somebody who likes the webtoons mm-hmm. shout out nerds on the webtoon universe um but yeah so okay i i really really love that I love that. Yeah. That, ex- that excerpt was really good. It's good. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even the spiciest. That's like yeah. a good mild. That was mild, but it was, some people. it was also very like loving and cute. Like it is, you know, what's cr- crazy is like when you can like read something and like relate to it and be like, I've felt that before. Yeah. Like I have experienced you can, that. You can really relate to a lot of the ones in there and yeah. you can like visualize them and actually put yourself in them. Like mm-hmm. it's never really going to be too much for you. Yeah. Like maybe some of the ones that you're reading might be too much for too somebody. Much for people, this yeah. is something that's going to be a little bit more in like the, maybe a good intro yeah. series to for the sure. smart world for people. For sure. And especially if you like fantasy because I'm a massive nerd and I will I'll also say like most of the books that are intense and like cover any topics that might be triggering like they usually do have trigger warnings yep and like content warnings so like read those if you're like ever worried about like what might be in one of the books like if you want something that's like a slower start then like yeah the books will tell you what they're going to be yeah, about. Don't grab a book off the shelf and just go in, especially yeah. in this world, just because like, yeah, you never know what you're getting into. You really never know. You um, never know. Unless you like take it easy. I have one more book to talk about. I don't have an excerpt, but I wanted to talk to you about this Tris Six Venom book. Oh, okay. That I have read. Yeah. And this is one that I know that you have a long list, but like, I want you to read this book out of all just the ones I'm it. reading. Everyone just add books to my list, please. <laughs> like just, I, I might as well, like, I'm probably going to have a to be read pile that like I die before I finish it, but like, yeah. I might as well have the pile. So Trist Six Venom is by Penelope Douglas. Ooh. She's an amazing writer and she is a smut writer. I love Usually, female smut writers. That she's so fucking good. And most of her characters are like heterosexual couples. This was her first lesbian romance novel. It is a bully romance. So for people that don't know what a bully romance is, it's basically like enemies turned lovers in the book. Mm. And so it's like in a bully romance, typically there's like a lot of like back and forth of like sexual tension intertwined with like enemies and like people like hating each other. So it's like hate and like sexual tension at the same time. And then it like at the end of those types of books, typically it's like they end up together and they like, like fall in love. Frenemies. Yes. Benefits. Yeah. So this book is set in, I think it's actually set in a high school setting, but they're both 18 in the book. Like they're both like seniors in high school and the two girls are, one of them is like the captain of the lacrosse team and she's like a very like prissy like rich girl and like kind of a bitch and everybody like basically like caters to her but she's just genuinely very unhappy because Mm. her brother died of cancer Mm. a couple years before and her dad is cheating on her mom so like her home life is like shit so she like takes all of this out on other people at school and then the her enemy in the book is a girl from like the other side of the tracks who has five brothers and is an out lesbian and also is on the lacrosse team. Bitch, when I tell you this book is so fucking hot, like lacrosse is so gay. <laughs> Okay, it's so gay. Like I know softball is like the lesbian sport, but like lacrosse, lacrosse is a close second. Lacrosse is gay. Uh so they're both on the lacrosse team and there's like a scene in the beginning where like this girl, like the one from the other side of the tracks, like has to help the main girl like get her like prom dress together and there's just like this sexual tension between them as she's like helping her get dressed but they're also just like talking shit to each other the entire time because they fucking hate each other they're like bratting each other they literally are bratting each other but the girl that's the lesbian and i don't know why i can't remember their names right now um 
but she is like the top. But like the other girl is like definitely like bratting her, pushing her buttons all the time, like saying shit to her to make her mad. Of course, the other side of the tracks girl is the talk, the top. She's yeah. like the rough around the edges. Exactly. Always I'm like, case. I wish she. F- I feel like I'm actually dating her. Um, she, she reminds <laughs> me of my girlfriend. Now that I think about it, like her personality is like very similar. Mm-hmm. But when I was reading it, I was not with my girlfriend. I was like, damn, I wish this person existed because she's you so hot. I literally, did. I literally did. <laughs> I literally did, and I'm realizing that right now. Um, so I'm not—I don't have an excerpt for that one, but highly recommend okay. because it is honestly really hard to find lesbian like romance novels that are worth fucking reading. Seriously, like it is very difficult to find sapphic content that's not so fucking vanilla that I want to go to sleep or like fluffy. Oh my god, yeah. You know, I'm like, give me something right to work now. With. What I've seen on like book talk like all the women loving women stuff it's not it's not on the level of like smut that i wanted to no be no it's it's like very like YA, it's soft soft mm-hmm. chill agreed like there's a there's a there's tension but there's never a real touch like it's yeah that's where it ends so i'm 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 gonna dive into that and see if i can come up with like a list for people cause yeah i really like to find some good well Woman loving women. Trist Six Venom is like the best one that I've read when it comes to like if you're like a kinky person at all. Yeah. And like you like like some level of intensity. It's got like all of those elements, but it's also really well written and it's gay mm. as fuck. Ooh. So yeah, highly recommend. We love gay shit. We love gay shit. I mean, yeah. we are gay, so yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> we do be gay. We we do be <laughs> gay. Gay. <laughs> Um, my last one is also for the nerds of the world. I'm, I know. I just can't help it. It's fine. We know. Just, we accept who you are. You know what? Like we love you who can, you are. You can definitely tell who on this couch was a cool kid and who wasn't. I in school. I didn't even go to school for most of my and life. You were still so. probably cooler than me. So I okay to put it like to put it out there like I was the quiet kid in school that like sat in the back of the class. They did really well in class yeah. and like all my teachers loved me. I was doing like degenerate bullshit on the back end. Like yeah. nobody knew. I was like the secret slut. Um, it's always the quiet and ones. like doing the drugs. And all, yeah. I was a quiet one. Like I was an absolute freak. Like yeah. the quiet ones were the freaks, but like I was sitting in the back of the class, like reading a dictionary for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A dictionary. As you do. Yes. I did that too. Love that shit. We're both fucking nerds. Uh, I just don't nerd out about, about the same stuff as you do. I know. I nerd out about like the truly nerdy mm-hmm. fantasy world nonsense. Yeah. Like I love that shit. So for my, Queers and non-queers, but, like, especially for the queers, because we know how we feel about a certain author of a wizarding world. Um, mm-hmm. Being a turf. And, and uh, this is a story that is based on the Harry Potter world. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to give your money to JK. JK. You don't, you don't have to, like, if you're worried about that and that's something that you're like, I will not be giving my money to that. This is somebody that you can, because none of your money will be going to her. It'll solely be going to this individual. And this is also sexier. Why would you not? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's basically, so it's, it's fan fiction essentially that has really picked up in popularity here Mm -hmm. lately. And it is like, it's a whole book and it's got so like so many upvotes and so many com- like it's got like one chapter will have like 6000 comments who on it who is it written by um senlin yu okay uh and i actually found an excerpt so i may have to read it for us read it i want to hear it okay so i have a very small snippet okay it is not like an aggressive sex thing okay but what is what is nice about this it's called manacled mm-hmm. so anybody who's like into this world and loves the Harry Potter world knows about this book. Like it is so popular right now, but like you have to be in that niche little pocket of people. That's why I have not heard Um, of it. Yeah. But like, I'm also a huge Potterhead Mm -hmm. and I always have been like, absolutely love it. It was what got me into reading in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was like 
10. So, <laughs> so I, I really do love the world. Just hate, it's like love the art, hate the artist yeah. kind of thing like that. So that's where we're at. But this is a great, great read. Um, and it is again, fanfic and it is a ship for Hermione and Malfoy. <laughs> okay. As, as, is as Malfoy the, the blonde kid? Yes. Okay. Draco. I, Draco Malfoy. Listen, I don't judge you for being a nerd. You can't judge me for not being one. Ugh, it just pains me. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter. It was witchcraft. Just twist the knife in. But educate me. Okay. Very, very mild. It's just a nice little okay. get into it. Hermione laid out a tray full of dittany and cast a heat charm with the tip of her wand, massaging her temple slightly with her other hand as she watched the leaves steadily dry. Malfoy was not interested in her, not physically, at least no more than a man tended to be interested in any random woman. She'd studied this physiology of sexual attraction, and he showed almost none of the signs, even after spending several minutes staring baldly at her naked reflection. She flushed. The experience ranked unequivocally as the most embarrassing moment of her life. So what was it all about? Why the kissing and groping? If it was all to provoke and anger her, the question of why still stood. Why did he want to provoke her? What was driving the various tactics he was employing? Initially, he had clearly expected her to be so filled with hatred for him that she couldn't restrain it. Then, when he'd aggressively snogged her to break through her oculumency shields, he'd seemed to think he could use it to get her too consumed by emotions to think clearly. The way he'd appraised her in the mirror had also been clearly intended to sting. He wanted her to hate him. But when he'd realized she was an oculum... Gosh, I hate that word. Oculumens. He'd apparently decided to switch tactics again. He'd finally realized why he couldn't provoke her and adapted once more. But adapted for what? What was the point? She couldn't understand it. Mm, yeah. Kind so of like, a bully romance. Kind of a bully romance. Yeah. Because, like, obviously in the books for Harry Potter, if you haven't read them or, like, seen the movies. Isn't he, like, not a good guy? He's in- he's technically, like, a villain. He actually is pretty decent. He's a little bit of a bitch. But, like, we yeah. love Tom Felton. We don't add that yeah. to him. But, like, he he is Harry Potter's, like, direct, like, enemy Okay. Like school friend enemy and stuff like that. And Hermione is like very much Harry Potter's friend, like bestie. Yeah. And like, even in the movies, she like punches Draco in the nose and yeah. stuff like that. So, so yeah. like there's a very, so, so shipping the two is really, really fun. Okay. And I like that dynamic. Cause she's mm-hmm. like the good little like school girl and he's kind of like this asshole. Yeah. But I love it because TikTok has like all of these book talk, like Dramione ships and like little okay. POVs and stuff like okay. that, which are super, super cute. And I remember there was, it was so funny. There was, um, when I was growing up, like there have been a lot of Harry Potter ships throughout it. And there's, there's one world where it's like Harry and Draco. <laughs> Oh shit! So Add like, a little queer spice there, in there. There's some different ones, but I really like this one. This has been like my favorite one in Manacled so far because I really love Hermione. And I really love yeah. Draco Malfoy because it's like Dramione and it's like a ship and like there's yeah. a lot of like we don't want to be friends and like it, into each other, but like we are. And there's it's a bully tension. romance. It is. It's a bully That's romance, but it's it like is. but it's yeah. like a nerdy bully romance. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. get like the magic and stuff like that. So it's yeah, very, it's very gentle. But I love that. I, I feel like it's gonna get darker because if you know anything about the series. Mm-hmm. As it grew with our generation, it got darker and darker and darker mm-hmm. because we turned into adults. So I'm kind of like curious to see how it's going to go as it goes through the story. Like yeah. how dark were we getting? Yeah. So I haven't read it all, but I'm in the midst of it. I feel like we just gave the listeners options. So oh, many options. A variety. <laughs> a variety. We'll, we will give you an entire like list of our recommendations mm-hmm. um, that you can find on like our Instagram and, and everything like that. But uh yeah, you'll have a whole list of recommendations from us, but we want yours. Please. Please. I love book recs. I love book recs. Variety is the spice of life, baby. Add to my Give TV to red us. pile so yeah. I can find, like, sugar daddies that will buy all of them for me. Sugar mommies. Or daddies. Zaddies. Zaddies? Yes. Zaddies. All of the above. <laughs> um, well, that was amazing. Yeah. I loved nerding out about that with you. <laughs> I could talk about books for, like, All day. Eons. I know. I know. Eons. But it's time for us to talk about spicy trauma. Trauma of the spice variety. Oh, God. <laughs> There's so much of it. 
I can't believe we have not run out of stories yet, but like we haven't. Oh, we never will. Shit just keeps happening. Yeah. Or people send us theirs. Or people send us theirs. Are you going to tell one of your own today or do you have a one listener? Of my own. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you want me to go to first or do you want to go first? I'll go first. Mine's okay. like mild go and first. also kind of like on theme with books. Perfect. So there was once upon a time where I just started this series actually, and mm-hmm. I was going traveling. Like mm-hmm. I was on a plane and I get on the plane and of course like I will, I've kind of sucked it up now. But at the time, like, I hadn't put two and two together that I should, like, maybe put a different cover on the book, right? Because okay. because the covers, like, they look like they're just, like, fantasy, like, yeah. cool, like, maybe dark, like, books. Like, they you don't really look tell. like the standard, like, romance or smutty book. Like, they have pretty cool, like, covers. But I understand why, like, Desperate Housewives of, you know, yeah. these towns out here, like, are covering them because they don't want anybody to know. Yeah. So I get on this plane. And it's taking forever to get on this motherfucking plane. Like okay. the line is long and I'm just standing there with my book in hand. And cause I, like, I was like, I'm just going to get it out of my bag. So like I have it when I get on the plane, so I don't have to rummage around and get situated. And I get on there and one of the flight attendants is just chatty Cathy mm-hmm. and like a loud chatty Cathy. And she's like, Oh my gosh, you're, you like to read. She was like, I never see anybody of your generation reading anymore. Oh and I was God, just like, one okay, of those. Cool. And she's all like, Ooh, what is that? Tell me all about it. Cause we're just standing there at this mm-hmm. point. And I was like, Oh, like it's, um, you know, kind of like, like, uh, about Greek mythology and da, da, da. And I was like, it's kind of like a romance. And, and she looks at me and she touches my arm and she goes, is it slutty? <laughs> she used the word slutty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it slutty? <laughs> and she's like an older woman. And I just about fucking died on the plane. I'm pretty sure like I've never turned redder in my life. Yeah. Because because keep in mind, like we're right there at the entrance. So you have all the first class people yeah. that are just yeah. like watching you. Cause they do. They just like watch you. Judgy. Judgy. Yeah. And she's like, is it slutty? <laughs> I lost it. I was like, I was like, yes. I was like, what did you say? I was like, it's a little slutty. I was like, I do think the word that you're going for, though, is smutty. Smutty. (laughs) She was like, oh, my heavens. (laughs) Because she had, like, this really thick accent. She goes, oh, my heavens. Slutty and smutty. And she was like, she was like, I'm just going to keep calling it slutty because that's what it is. <laughs> oh my like, God. Yes, queen. But she, it doesn't sound but, like she was judging you. It sounded like no, she was like no. excited. I was so worried though, because like older <clears throat> generations, you never really know no. what they're going to do. So I was kind of telling her about it and then she like, whispers it. And it's so funny because later on, like I was reading it and, and she would like walk by and apparently I, I wouldn't even notice. Cause I, again, hyper-focused and she would walk by and she was like, you're at a good part. Aren't you? I saw a face that you made earlier. <laughs> Stop watching me while I read. But she made me write it down for her, like the whole series and everything like that and give it to yeah. her. She like obviously wanted to read it. But yeah. yeah. Shout out to that that uh flight attendant. Cause like that's I, amazing. I love a good flight attendant that's like that. Yeah. But it was just the funniest interaction is that I've had. Like, is it slutty? I'm gonna start asking people that when they tell me about anything. I'm just gonna be like, but is it slutty? Yeah. If it's yeah. not, I don't care. If it's not, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking so, yeah. of slutty, um, <laughs> I have. There's a list. <laughs> oh God. Of so names slutty. and, and um, events. Yeah, events primarily. But this this is actually a really funny story. You were with me when this happened. Ooh. Um, we were out to dinner together with. Oh yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you were like I completely forgot. Looking like you had no idea where I was going with I this. Didn't. This story is mainly for the audience because you already know what happened, but it's really silly. Preface, my girlfriend and I have like a favorite spot that we go to, a restaurant that we go to frequently. And we go there so frequently for like big events that like the owner of the restaurant like knows us and we know like all of the servers there. And so they and talk so to good. us. And they're so nice. They're so nice. Yeah. They have a cute little speakeasy on the back. Like we love it. So we had Cuppy in town. As most of you guys know, we had as a guest on the podcast. So we were doing a dinner with her like the night before we filmed everything. And we wanted to like show her Dallas and give her a good experience. So we take her to this restaurant and I put in the notes whenever we booked this restaurant, we have a really big guest coming on for our podcast. We want to like sit somewhere special, right? So we show up, we're having dinner and then the owner comes over and like, just to preface, like he is very, he's very dad energy. Oh, like this man came up and I was like, this is my father. Yes. 
That's what I felt. He's everyone's father. Yeah. Like, that is how it feels. Is like... BDE, father, big dad energy. Father to everyone, <laughs> daddy to none. You know what I'm yes. saying? Okay. So that's the man. And he's like, he's very sweet. And like, he comes up and he's like, I hear we have like a special guest. And we're like, yeah, like we have a special guest. And he's like, it is just so cool that like, you know, so many of my clients do such cool things. Like I heard you guys have a podcast. What is your podcast about? I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. My brain is immediately like, oh shit. Oh, fuck. Heart drops to ass. Heart drops to ass where Cam's fingers were two seconds before, which you did not see, but that was going Honey, on like right before he I, walked up too. I so I always <laughs> anticipate that. There was a lot of funny business going on at the table and then he shows up and then he asked this question. And so I'm panicking. It was like a form of gay panic, but like not because anything was like gay, just because I was like, I'm in trouble with my dad. Like I cannot tell him what our podcast is about. So I just completely freeze. We're both like, uh, Bridget completely freezes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cuppy, mind you, Cuppy's just like in the corner, like observing, like not giving a shit. Cause she's not nervous or embarrassed about anything. We're just like, Cam starts to try to like very like nicely give an explanation of the podcast. And she's like, um, it's just, you know, it's a, po it's a sex positive it's podcast. It's educational. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Cuppy goes, it's about sex. <laughs> she was like, it's about BDSM. It's about BDSM, <laughs> kink and sex. And we're like, okay. okay I was like, it okay, there, fine. there it is. <laughs> Immediately go into the spiel of what it is. So then we like pitch it to him and he's just like, his face. Oh, he goes, you know, I just never know the things I'm going to hear coming into work. But like supportive dad energy. Supportive, like, but like doesn't want more information dad yeah. energy. You know, yeah. he was like regretting that he asked, but like also just like good for you, sweetie. Good for you. I'm not going to listen to your podcast, but no. I'm going to support you from afar. I, I literally told him, I was like, please don't listen. <laughs> please don't listen. But afterwards I was like, we have to figure out like a more canned response when people ask us what we talk about that are like, People that we don't want them to listen. Like, how, what do we say? I'm just not going to worry about it anymore and just tell people. Oh, God. Here you know what? Go. It is up to you. YOLO, I guess. Yeah. Um, but shout out to the very nice manager at the restaurant that we always go to. If you are listening. We love you. We love you. We love your restaurant. We're so sorry for any trauma we've caused you. And you, and like you do, your fashion sense really does give off daddy vibes. Like, it's phenomenal. Amazing. We love you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my spicy <laughs> With that, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you. Today. We want you guys to send your spicy trauma. So don't forget, DM yeah. us. Send us your shit because we want to laugh about it. And cry about it. <laughs> and cry about it and whatever. But not like cry too hard. Not like Nothing too crazy. Trauma cry, but like fun cry because <laughs> we're laughing so funny. hard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some moments. Um, but yeah, we love you guys. We love the fuck out of you. Go, Go forth. forth. And have... A spicy, traumatic-filled day. day. <laughs> Be good. Or don't. We won't. Shant. <laughs> Bye. Bing. <laughs> Choreography. So crazy. We really did. We choreographed the shit out of that outro. <laughs> Bye. That was so silly. If you liked today's episode, follow us on social media at Trauma Bondage Pod. Follow Beth at Dancing Gemini and at Bethany Nicole and Bridget at Your Fave Femme. If voyeurism is your kink, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Trauma Bondage Podcast, and subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash traumabondagepod. We have several tiers with bonus content, access to our private Discord server, merch, and other titillating perks. If you know, you know. Production by Wolfstar. Production assistance by Misery Cord. Special thanks to Details by Annalise for set design, D. Dumpy for music, and Noelle's art for artwork.